Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Welcome to Life on the Illinois Prairie. Your host is Wendy Fleming Dexter, and after 30 years living in small town Illinois, she has stories to tell. Past cornfields and factories, into the heart of Amish country. There's more here than what meets the eye, far beyond what you think you know. So buckle up and stay tuned. This is Life on the Illinois Prairie. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Life on the Illinois Prairie. I'm your host, Wendy Fleming Dexter, and today I'm delighted to have on someone that I've wanted to meet for some time. He has he started a page on Facebook called Illinois Storm Community, and his name is Carlos Wyant. Carlos, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm, it's a pleasure that, to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. I know that I became familiar with um, your page, and you have more than one page, don't you? Uh, yeah, well, we generally have one page, which is the Illinois Weather site, but then we have two groups, which is Illinois Storm Community and then What's Up Illinois. Oh, the groups, that's it. I, made, I didn't make that distinction, and I should have. Thank you for, thank you for pointing that out. But before, I think I got a little bit ahead of myself there, but I wanted you to give a little bit of background, if you don't mind, about yourself, if you would. Yeah, so, you know, my name is Carlos, and um, I've pretty much been raised here in central Illinois in the Peoria area. Um, I've pretty much been interested in weather my entire life, and I have proceeded to go on and study weather as my major in college. I'm currently about a junior and hope to graduate in about a year or two. Now, I started the Illinois weather site back in about 2016 and then started the group back in 2018. Uh, I wasn't expecting to really be where we are right now when I started it. I, you know, I, it was just supposed to be something small, and it's really blowing up, especially since 2020 group-wise. You know, I've really just gone from 2,000 members that first year to over a quarter million members now it's you know it's quite shocking to be see where we're at right now sure i i um we we have something in common because i i mean i uh, i know you work at costco and i worked in retail in the grocery business all of my life and um i know that with your with your fascination for weather, my my little brother and I used to sit on the front porch of our house and elbow each other every time we'd see a lightning strike, and um, we just loved doing that. And we had, that's a fond memory of ours. But working in a retail as you do, you know that the minute that W goes up on the screens, people lose their minds <laughs> when it comes to shopping. Oh yeah, absolutely. they just lose their minds. I always get told that meteorologists and uh, retail must be work hand in hand because, you know, as soon as we say the word snow, pretty much everybody <laughs> floods into the store and buys us out. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. And the sad thing is, is that now that I'm now that I'm no longer doing that, I still find myself in that mode of do I have everything that I need? But I live out in the country. And if I get snowed in, I want to make sure that I have enough to get me through. The downtimes, if I have, um, you know, power outage and that kind of thing. You've grown up in the age of social media and and started. How old are you, Carlos? Would you tell us? 
Um, I'm 25 right now. 25. Um, so you've grown up really with social media. And when you started the groups, did you have any idea? I know you didn't have any idea they would get as big as they were, but did you have any idea how much, how, how time consuming it would be? And you had, you have other people who are your, are your moderators, right? And your um, admins that take care of every picture that's submitted has to be approved, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. So when I started social media, I didn't, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I, I knew that it would, I knew the forecasting side would, would take some time, but I didn't expect, I didn't expect how much time would go into managing a group setting. You know, my, my, my admins are Patty Biggers and Kai and Lori Libby. You know, managing a page wasn't too big of an issue. So I took on the task of managing a group just so we could kind of connect with our followers. But you know, once we got once the groups start growing, we realize you know every every person that joins the group has to be approved. Every post has to be approved. Um, we have to moderate all the comments in it. So really, at this you know right at the start, I was probably spending just an hour or two every day just running the group, and then as it grew bigger, Kai and Nori, uh, that's when they joined to kind of help manage the group and then give me insight because they were already group group admins of a larger group of than ours at the time. And then we, and then we gained Patty Biggers at the time too. And honestly, Patty's probably spends, she probably spends two to three hours a day on the groups at this point, just going through, you know, all the memberships, all the posts, because we probably get about five, 600 Posts and memberships per day on a slow day, and then thousands on a busy day. Wow! So, so those two have definitely, those two have definitely put in a lot of time along with me, and yeah, just it's it it really does feel like a full time job having to having to moderate every, everything. I I bet for somebody like me who just you know has pictures that you want to submit, and you you know on my end I just hit send and. And uh, with no earthly idea how what it's like on on your end to do that, it's got to be a massive undertaking, really. So be, it would be a big undertaking for two thousand people, but for a quarter million people, my goodness. Yeah, we try to communicate with everybody. Sometimes when sometimes the waiting periods can get as long as twenty to thirty hours for us to get through all of the all of the membership applications and all of the posts. So. You know, we usually when usually when those waiting time periods get in excess of you know at least eight hours for, of posting a photo or getting it approved or trying to submit a comment, you know, we try and communicate that. But it, it definitely there's been a couple periods this year where we you know we log in and there's like fourteen fifteen hundred tasks to go through and it's and it's like you know where do we where do we even begin with this? Where do you begin? I mean, do you just do you just start just wade in and do the best you can? I mean, you first come, first serve. Is that how it works? I'm trying to think. So probably some one of our biggest events was this past this past March when we had the Northern Lights. We had those tornado outbreaks. You know, the group grew about. I think we gained about twenty thousand members that month, and then we had on top of that four or five thousand posts. 
So, so what we normally do is we always go through the alerts first, make sure there's no conflict in the group. And then we try and get the post out because, you know, you can't really, you can't have a engaging group without content. So we try and make sure all the content is out. And then we go through the participation applications, which usually we start at the, maybe one person starts at the oldest, one person starts at the newest, we meet in the middle that's where the most time consuming part is, is having to vet everybody because we probably only approve about 60, 70% of, of all the participation requests. So oh, really? you know, on top of the quarter million that we have in the group, we probably have, at le- I believe we have at least 50,000 blocked too, on top of that, just of people that were, you know, that could be potentially harmful to the members. Mm-hmm. Did you have an incident at one time? If you care to talk about it, if you don't, that's fine. Did you have an incident where Facebook was pretty much tamping down your um, your content and they weren't getting letting many of your posts get through? I know that's happened to other other groups, and I just yeah. uh, it seemed like I remember that happening to you. So social media, um, it's it's extremely fragile, as in it's you know wh- where do you draw the red line? So with harmful content, so Facebook created these algorithms to these computerized algorithms to try and try and monitor everything being posted and submitted since, you know, there's so much content on, on their site that they can't have, they don't have enough people to go through each and every individual comment. Their algorithms are extremely broad. So, you know, anything, anything that, that it might flag automatically goes into the group's quality. And if you get two or three of those within a certain time period, you know, they unfortunately Facebook will censor that group for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I can't promise that, you know, there was nothing harmful in the group, but unfortunately their algorithms um, f- still flagged it. And it took us, you know, we filed, you know, dozens of appeals and it finally took about nine, 10 months for a face for oh, somebody to, you know, get back with us and, and lift, lift that censorship. But this, unfortunately, this is happening quite frequently amongst Facebook groups and, you know, why we're kind of, you know, sometimes we have looked at other alternatives, but we'll all, definitely always stay on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, that's gotta be very frustrating. Um, and I, I know that from uh, my personal experience, not not getting anything flagged like that, but I've seen people that I, I know that your group, the group Illinois Storm Community, is a very safe group for people. You don't allow any any arguing, any political posts, any harassment of people. And I've unfortunately had to call on every one of you, all, every one of the admins at one time or another. I've dealt most, I think, with Patty, but uh, I think I've dealt with you too. And my in my situation, it seems like for the most part, whenever I post anything that has anything to do with my, my neighborhood that I live in, my, the Amish community, there's always an expert that comes out of the woodwork and starts telling, <laughs> telling me, starts, uh, I know I'm not supposed to argue with people, but when they put it something that's outright wrong and lie, I'm going to gently try to be diplomatic and, and you know, correct them, but some people just won't take it. So we always tell people, you know, there's always, there's always a group expert who has something to say. Um, we always encourage people not to engage in it because um, one, it'll start conflict and then other members will jump into it. And then two, you know, once somebody says something, you know, their mind is made up, you're not going to be able to change it. 
So the best thing to do is, you know, when you see something like that, we always tell everybody just automatically report it and we'll take care of it. So, you know, one, you, you still have a pleasurable experience and two, the other group members don't have to, you know, see the arguments and they don't feel inclined on jumping in too. Mm -hmm. On the issue of climate change, does that ever come up? I mean, has that come up very often in, on, um, on Illinois storm community? I'm sure it has at one time or another to people um, post about that or make comments, you know, in a political light about that kind of thing about climate change. You know, climate change is, is an extremely sensitive topic amongst people. It's not so much that climate change is sensitive. It's more of what contributes to climate change that becomes sensitive. So, you know, we always, you know, we always avoid any discussion of climate change in the group because, you know, it is, it is, has unfortunately been politicized. So, you know, we don't allow any of it to be said or mentioned in any post or any comments. That's just so we can keep it political free and bias free and, you know, really so everybody can focus on what the main goal of the group is. And that's pretty much showcasing Illinois and keeping people prepared and in, in, when inclement weather moves in. Right. So you're going to school to become a meteorologist. What are your plans or do, have you solidified what you want to do after you're out of school? So I haven't made any decisions really on what I'll do. Um, it's always been a dream of mine to have a degree in meteorology just because it's been my passion for my whole life. But in terms of what I, I'll do with the degree, you know, I could, you know, there's a couple options. I could focus on trying to get a, a career in weather, but um, honestly, at this point, I'm kind of in management at Costco and, you know, Costco has treated me well. Mm -hmm. So you know, doing weather on the side side might be an option. I'm not really sure what I might do with my degree, but really the main goal is just to, just to have my name on it. Well, yeah. And you, uh, Costco, I've heard is a very good company to work for. You're lucky to, to be with them. It's my understanding. Yeah. They, they have great benefits and great wages and, you know, it'd be, I don't want to leave that unless I have something extremely secure that could sure. you know match that. But you know, just working at Costco and doing something, doing a little bit of a side business, you know, is an option too. But I haven't made any decisions yet. Sure. Well, it's, having worked in retail all my life, I, I I've always been of the opinion that everybody, in at some point of their life, should have to work on that side to see what it's like to be a retail worker and not just be a customer because it's. It, it it's can be very challenging at times, more challenging than being in social media, I think. <laughs> uh, working in retail, uh, it, it, it's equally as skilled as, you know, any, <laughs> uh, honestly, any job position because you got to work fast. You know, you got to you got to handle customers. You know, it's it's pretty uh, <laughs> it's pretty daunting at times. That that it is that it is. You've managed to keep Illinois Storm Community and What's Up Illinois ad advertisement free. How have you managed to do that? I mean, I know that you probably have had the chance to um, run ads and make money through that, but you've have you chosen to not go that route? Yeah, so we've had, you know, I've had numerous opportunities to monetize the group and put advertisements in both the group and the page. 
but it's, you know, I wanted to create a, I, I wanted to create an environment for Illinois residents to really just get away from everything. And that includes nonstop advertisements on social media, you know, for the group experience, keeping it ad free has been a commitment and that'll, you know, we'll always do that. Really the, you know, there's no, we don't, you know, we, the only thing we spend is our time with is our time on social media. We don't have to spend money because the group, you know, the group gets shared enough. It's not like we have to pay for growth. You know, the group has grown itself. So, you know, just, just through the engagement of our members, we've been, we've been able to keep it advertisement free and, and keep the growth, you know, pretty substantial still. And and what year did you start Illinois Storm Community? Did I did I hear that? Uh, they twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen from two thousand members to quarter million people. That's that's absolutely amazing. And but it, it started out being about obviously when there's a weather event, you don't you you stop any um, incoming pictures of sunrises, sunsets, that kind of that kind of thing. Is that that's correct, isn't it? Yeah, so during inclement weather, we try and make sure critical information can get out as fast as possible. So, you know, we issue storm alert periods, which which tells our members that, you know, we're only going to allow, you know, specific information in the group. So we can, and that information is critical information, which includes watches, warnings, outlooks, forecasts. Um, that's so the members can can quickly get that inf- can quickly get that information and it and it's not being cluttered with you know non-important pic- photos of pictures and photos which is for example like sunsets or clouds mm-hmm. or you know just current weather conditions or where they're at because you know when it comes to when it comes to situations like that every minute counts and you know if you're flipping through your if you're flipping through your phone and you're you know you you're passing through non-important information, you're losing time. So we want to make sure that that we keep the group free of clutter during those events. That is so important. Uh, I had Kevin Lighty on last week. Kevin Lighty is the chief meteorologist at WCIA. And, um, you know, I know that that any any of you that are in, in that business of trying to keep people safe and informed. I mean, that's, that's an important job, whether, whether you're a meteorologist on TV or whether you're doing it on a page that you do, that's a public service. You're keeping people safe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the goal is always to try and make Illinois as prepared as possible. You know, I think the WCIA team over there does a fantastic job at keeping their viewers updated um, we try our best. Um, our forte is more of a keeping people aware of the situation because on social media, it's harder to get imminent warnings out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by getting, getting our out, getting outlooks and watches out on social media, that's, you know, that's really what we focus on because, you know, we have six to, you know, six hours all the way up to three days to get that information spread around. But, you know, WCIA is, you know, does a really good job at doing more like current situations like, you know, active warnings. And and really, really, those are what those are the that's those are the people that people should be paying attention to during the actual severe weather event. So did uh, you start Illinois weather first 
And then the groups, you said the groups came after that, Illinois Storm Community and What's Up Illinois? Yeah, so we started Illinois Weather First back in 2016. That was just, you know, that was just to get some, get information out and forecast out. Um, by 2018, the page had about, you know, I'd say maybe 20, 30,000 followers. So it's like, you know, maybe we, sh- maybe I should create a group setting so, you know, I can, we can connect with our followers. Well, once the group started to take off, you know, I, I noticed, we noticed that we were getting a lot of photos submitted that didn't quite fit that weather criteria. We we're getting a lot of nature photos. So it's like, you know, maybe we should develop a subgroup to the main weather group where people can post more, you know, more general uh, things about Illinois instead of just weather specific posts about Illinois. So we started WhatsApp and I'd say about maybe in 2019 ish, 2020. And, you know, we haven't really paid attention much to that one, but even that one's grown a bit. You know, we're getting close to 50,000 members in that one. But again, most of our most of our time and focus has been in the storm community group. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a wonderful place. Um, I've submitted many pictures. I've had more than once one of one of the other of you have had to remind me that the, this is more nature than than um, weather related. So you may you may want to um, share it to our sister group, What's Up Illinois. So. Um, and I've made friends. I've made friends, Facebook friends, people that I've, that I, you know, we message back and forth and, and through your groups. And it's, a, it's a been a wonderful thing for me personally, because I do take a lot of pictures and that's my other passion besides getting started doing, doing this podcast has been photography. And I only take pictures with my cell phones. I've seen your photos in the group and, you know, some of them, you know, some of them are really good. I, you know, I know, I know some of your, I know one of your posts, at least, you know, you had at least 2000 likes on it. You know, I, you know, you've had, you've had some really popular photos in there and I'm sure you've definitely made a lot of friends because a lot of our, a lot of people meet each other through the group, other photographers, you know, people mm-hmm. living in the same town. Patty Biggers actually met her current fiance through the group. Isn't um, that something? I so, love that. Yeah, that's, you know, I've always said, it, you know, it'll be a storm community wedding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of crazy how many people have made connections in this site. Yeah, and I, I can see, I can see why. I've asked Patty to come on at a later date, too, to, to talk about her um, experiences and some of the things she's had to deal with as an as an admin on on the page and Maybe some of the crazy things that she's had to reject, or or have to, um, yeah, reject is probably the best word. <laughs> Did you know Patty and and uh, the? On the first, uh, <laughs> Patty is a rock star when it comes to shutting shutting down people. Um, you know, she's always she's extremely quick when it comes to stopping conflict in the group, and she's very quick at stopping you know potential. Um, scamps, scammers from getting into the group. So she does, she does amazing at, you know, keeping the group clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know Patty. I think, you know, Kai and Lori Libby reached out to me first and then they told me about Patty. And <sighs> I'm glad they did because, you know, the, I, this group definitely would not be where it's at without their help. Oh, yeah. 
you know, they're real assets to you. That's for sure. When I, I put, I sell a calendar every year and I put, put together, I it's spend a, my husband and I spend a few weeks looking through his, his favorite selections, the pictures that he saves of mine. And then I always, what I do is go on Illinois storm community. And I look through the pictures that I posted for the year and look at the ones that people have liked the most. And um, that's some of the criteria what I use to select for my calendar every year. Oh yeah, that that's a good uh, good method to use. Yeah, it's worked. It's worked for me. But I just I, I admire what you've done. I think that it's you're quite amazing to be able to just just uh, on a not on I guess on a whim to correct create. Uh, Illinois weather and then have these other the page and then have these other groups come out of that. I think it's just amazing. You seem like such a level headed guy. Yeah, well, I couldn't, I definitely couldn't have done it without not only the help of the admins and the mods, but really the group members of have, you know, really are what help grow this group because photographers like you, you know, you guys, you guys are the ones that really made their group what it is by posting the engaging content, by showcasing, you know, how beautiful Illinois really can be. Um, it's, you know, it's quite amazing. Plus I've learned a lot about the state too. And, you know, I would love someday to, to someday to travel around the state and see, see a lot of these, uh, a lot of these parks and landmarks that I've seen in the group. That's, that's so true. That's where we have something in common about this. Uh, my podcast, I want to highlight the things that people don't don't realize or that we overlook in this state that you know we're more than Chicago's great. I love Chicago and and I live in I live in the middle of a cornfield. I grew up on a farm west of Mattoon. <laughs> but there's just there's just so much in between those things, you know, that that people don't know about or just uh, overlook and when I was living near the Amish community, that's kind of who I've cho- chosen to highlight for the beginning, but there are just interesting people like you that um, and that have gotten us through so many hard times. You got people through the pandemic. I mean, getting you know when there's so many negative, when you're shut in the house and you can't go do anything else, you can look on your computer and you can either choose to look at something that's negative or or that can take you down a rabbit hole, or you can take look at something like your pages that are enlightening and uplifting and and positive things about the state. So the pandemic was um, definitely a challenging time for everybody. And one thing I one thing I heard a lot back from people was, you know, a lot of people lived through the group during the pandemic because they couldn't really get out much. So, you know, we, we, the photographers, you know, yours, we, we had to social distance where the photographers were still able to get out and take pictures of, you know, the Illinois nature. Cause you don't, you know, you don't have to be in a, in a gathering to, you know, get incredible photos. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had a lot of older people reach out to us and say, you know, thank you for the group because, you know, one, one, we kept it political free. We kept it free of, you know, all the negative news and then two, we created a setting where they, you know, they could, they could still see, you know, they could still see the fall foliage of in the state, you know, they could still see, they could still see the trees blossoming, you know, they could still see this, you know, this, you know, snow in Northern Illinois and the ice on Lake Michigan. So, you know, even though they weren't able to get out, you know, they were still able 
to see Illinois and live through the group. It was definitely a connection to the outside world. That's for sure. And I appreciate it very much. And, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate I'm so excited I got to meet you. You've been, a, as soon as we decided to do this podcast, you were one of the, one of the people, first people on my list that I wanted to have because I just, um, I, I think it's impressive. Oh, you're, a, you're a 24-year-old guy. Gosh, when I was 24, I was out in the bars. I, was, I, was out, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything productive like <laughs> you're doing. I was working and having a good time. I wasn't um, doing something that was as that had such an impact on people and you have had a great impact and you, you're going to leave, you, you have, you have such a already created, no matter what else you do for the rest of your long life, you've created such a wonderful legacy. Have you ever thought about that, that you've created a legacy? I never really thought about it. You know, I always just, you know, it's always just something I did. I never really, you know, realized how much of an impact this has had on people until really after the pandemic, when people, you know, we started to hear some feedback and people reached out. But yeah, you know, it feels good to help others. You know, it feels, you know, I'm, you know, I'm honored and happy to do this. And I'm glad so many people, you know, you know, follow, you know, follow us. And, you know, they, I'm, I'm glad a lot of people have, you know, joined the group and engaged. And, you know, like, like I, like I said, a, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we hit our milestone, you know, it really is an honor to bring weather to so many people. And, um, you know, I'm glad that I've had a positive impact on everybody. It's not really, it, it, was, it wasn't really something I thought about, but I guess, it, you know, it was just a, a little bit of a benefit to, you know, leading to leading something that's been so impactful. Well, following your passion of weather and, um, uh following your heart and doing something that you really, really enjoy doing has really affected so many other people in such a positive way. And that should make you very proud because there are so many people in this world who just do don't think beyond the end of their own nose. You know, they don't think about other people. And I know you didn't consciously make this happen, but I think it had to happen for a reason. And um, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. You know, I've always, I would like a purpose in life and, you know, of helping others and making people smile is, you know, one of my purposes, you know, I'm, you know, I'm quite happy to, to be fulfilling that. Before we go, I want to uh, highlight your, you have Illinois weather page, Illinois storm community group, and what's up Illinois group. Is there anything you'd like to say? Anything that uh, you, you would like to add? Carlos, you've been wonderful. I want to say thank you for this opportunity. Um, it, you know, it's definitely helping me get out of my comfort zone because, you know, I, I am more of a quiet per individual that tries to stay out of the public eye. You know, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy the members. You know, I'm thankful and blessed to have a wonderful family. And, you know, I'm great, blessed to have, you know, such great people that help and volunteer in the group. And then, you know, it's nice to meet such, you know, incredible people, you know, as, as yourself, you know, you, you know, I've, you know, I've seen your photography in the group <laughs> and along with so many other photographers in the group. And, you know, it's nice to have met so many people from photographers to meteorologists to, you know, other social media creators and leaders, you know, six, seven years ago, I never imagined being at this point meeting and knowing so many people, but, you know, it, it really is, it really is um, humbling and, um, you know, I'm honored and hope to continue this for, you know, a very long time. 
Well, I'm sure that you will. Um, I'm sure the sky's the limit for whatever you do. I know that you continue your career with Costco, but uh, you will also make an impact. There's so many uh, ways you can make an impact out, outside of that job and in that job too, because being being in management is a skill that is not for everybody. And with your personality, I could see that you would really be an asset to that company and an <laughs> asset wherever you are. <laughs> well, I will say one thing being, you know, I'm a naturally, I'm naturally a quiet person, but you know, whenever there's snow in the forecast or severe weather, I get asked a whole lot at work nonstop all day. You know, how many <laughs> inches of snow are we going to get? Are we going to get a tornado tonight? Like, it's it's crazy how many questions I deal with in person too. I bet, I bet. Everybody goes to the resident resident expert. That's a wonderful thing. I'm, I think that's that's great. Well, it's been it's been such a pleasure. Maybe you'll come back and talk to us sometime in the future. What do you think? Oh, you know, I appreciate this. And, you know, this went smoother than I thought. I was pretty nervous coming in, but you guys definitely did a fantastic job at making it um, me feel comfortable. You know, I'm I'm a newbie at this myself. I'm starting out doing this in, at the age of 71. I'm, so that was a little, little, a little scary. And I think, you know, what am I doing? But it was my husband's idea and I thought he was nuts. I, you know, and I, but I've had so much fun doing this. And I've had so much fun meeting people like you. And uh, we both have this, we know we have this passion. to. Oh, I think you do, you're doing a wonderful job. Well, thank you, Carlos. I think you are too. I just think that I, we have this mutual uh, desire to have people understand what a wonderful, what a wonderful part of Illinois, central Illinois is. And Illinois is a wonderful, beautiful state. And um, well, I guess we'll, bring this to a close then. And I just want to thank everybody and thank people who are the listeners today. And if you, if you like this, um, this podcast, please like share, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast on whatever platform you are on. It's on several platforms. And I just, um, I'm so excited to have had our guest today, Carlos Wyant. I hope you come back and see us again sometime. And I hope that uh, our listeners will come back next time. And, uh, and the words, last words Kevin Lighty left with last week was be kind. And I think that's a good way to end with. Be kind. Yeah, I, I agree. And thank you, Carlos. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Life on the Illinois Prairie, the undercurrents of our American life. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to Life on the Illinois Prairie wherever you get your podcast. Stay tuned for more stories, interviews, and updates. I'm your host, Wendy Fleming Dexter. Until next time.